How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This podcast is brought to you by... Manscaped.com. Whew, they're back, baby. Because Cupid works hard in February, but our friends at Manscaped are working even harder than ever to ensure that your Valentine's Day is one to remember. So don't turn this day of romance into Independence Day this year and get in control with the Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0. Oh, I love this thing. This February. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com, use code PIMF, P-I-I-M-F, for 20% off and free shipping. Contrary to popular belief, love is not blind when you can't see past the love jungle. Let's get on with the show. Oh my lord, Max! Oh my lord! Albon screaming there. I haven't seen a Thai boy scream that much since Klaus's last time in Bangkok Red Light District. But Manscaped.com are back. Thank you so much. Don't forget to use code PIMPH in the checkout to save 20% off and get that free shipping. Tame that love jungle. But now it's time to hand the mic over to a man. A man whose love jungle is trimmed right back, ready for a big few days of getting it on throughout preseason testing and by testing i mean preseason testies that man is mr david croft take it away crofty it's lights out and away we go once a week one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news discussion and results of formula one well that time has arrived sit back relax for the park it in my Ferme show here is your host colby that is right ladies and gentlemen it's your main squeeze coldy aka the cool to back again chilling poolside 
at the Olympic-sized infinity pool at the end of the pit straight at the 42 billion dollar pimp racing circuit 71 miles along five pit straights 59 chicanes and a grandstand seating that goes all the way around i mean i don't know why i'm explaining you can see it seating 149 million pimp fans it's a glorious day as the sun hits my leathery behind but as always if you happen to stumble across my fur just park it on up in there as it is the parking in my Fermi show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the entire galaxy, according to my mum. And she's never wrong. We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, pre-season predictions, and more. Episode 106. Coming at you hard and fast. But don't be soft or slow if you've missed out on the previous 105. Just head on over. To marketingmyfermate.com, the number one website on the internet that doesn't contain porn yet. Or better yet, look down at that podcast listing device and give the subscribe and follow button a little slap and tickle like it was a long lost lover. That way you get to hear my sexy, smooth, soothing sounds each and every week. And there ain't nothing wrong with getting down and dirty rolling around in the slot with the Cultopotamus each and every week. No, 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 no. Socials. Fuck yeah, we've got some socials. At Parking My Fermi on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and slide into those DMs. I'll catch you. Don't hurt yourself. But yeah, please, please stop sending through dick pics. Yes, I am forwarding them all on to my useless assistant, Klaus, because he absolutely loves them. But what the hell are we going to talk about today? Because Hamilton, where is he? Is he finally back? Christian Horner trolled Mercedes and Toto Wolff once more, and we start going through our predictions, the Drivers' Championship pre-preseason testing prediction, as well as much, much more. But first, Klaus, fire up. You're basically asleep on the soundboard over there because I need you to fucking switch on because this is a big one. And fans, my muffins, my legends, please, slip into something a little more comfortable, maybe... Maybe a silk robe from the merch store or a nice kimono. Pour yourself a lovely double Midori on ice. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm going to touch Hamilton's rear wing. (laughs) Don't you dare. Very expensive. I'm joking. I try the front wing. Maybe it's 25 grand. (laughs) Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do. I'm in a good mood today. The circuit is pumping. Capacity crowd. But I'm feeling really good today, Klaus. Very, very good. Did what I do each and every day. I got out of the bed. Silk Egyptian cotton thread waterbed. And I stood there butt naked in front of the mirror for a good three to four hours as I do every day. And I was dripping in the oils from head to tippy toe. Fully aroused, fully erect, as I always am. And I like what I see. And then I thought to myself, oh, it's a big show. And I fired up. Because we are on the road. Woo, not long to go, baby, until we hit Bahrain. Oh, you got to sing it with me. Oh, let's go. Bahrain. Yep. That's exactly right. Woo. We are on the road to Bahrain. 
So don't dilly dally, climb aboard. Hey, subscribe, follow, make sure you're, you're there to hear everything. But we need to talk about Mr. Hamilton. Lewis, 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 where art thou, Lewis? Since the end of the 2021 season, Lewis has been in hiding. And the FIA are shaking in their boots. Ooh, we, do, we don't know where Lewis is. We don't know whether or not he's coming back. Is Lewis retiring? He's off singing songs. He's feeding Roscoe vegan treats. He's getting little rub downs from Angela. But it's getting to the point where the FIA are scared. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They wrote a song about it. Oh, you don't you don't believe me? They really, they really wrote a song about it. Clouds, they don't believe me. Ah, right, hit the button. Show them. Yeah, this one goes out to Lewis. We need you to come back, Lewis. We need you for the sport. Because, Lewis, what more can I say except we miss you? Lewis, they totally miss you. The FIA miss you. They need you back so bad, so bad. Lewis, they totally miss you. They really fucking need you. Where have you gone? Totally miss the fashion sense and crashes in Mercedes Benz. They miss the race protests, yes they do. Lewis, they totally miss you. They fucking miss you. They totally miss you all the time Oh, Lewis And Roscoe Angela as well Oh, oh Lewis, they need you Totally miss the fashion sense and crashes in Mercedes Benz. They miss you scooting down the paddock, yes they do. Lewis, they totally miss you. The FIA miss you. Lewis, they fucking miss you all the time. Take it away, Klaus. Miss the fashion sense and crashes in Mercedes Benz. They miss you scooting down the paddock, yes they do. Lewis, they totally miss you. The FIA miss you. Lewis, they fucking miss you all the time. All the Amazing. Yeah, but but Cardi, didn't didn't you hear that Lewis is back? He finally posted on his socials. Klaus, is that is that true? Lewis is back. Oh, thank God. Because if you love him or hate him, you need him in the sport, and I can't wait to see how he goes in these new cars with the new regs this season. He is the barometer. 
on whether or not these cars are going to be successful or not. Sticking him in one, someone who's driven new regs of cars for many times in his career. He'll be racing with a sense of vengeance and revenge and with the biggest chip on his shoulder. But enough dicking around because it's time for your stat of the week. I'm a stat man, Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, stat time, yeah. Oh, so much stats, so many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, 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 yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Ooh, I am a stat man. Because in today's stat, we're going to be looking at loyalty. And it's a quality that is often overlooked in Formula 1, but one that is so damn important. Like a driver's loyalty to a team, and that team's loyalty back to the driver. So let's look at the most races a driver has had with a single team. Just a nice little cheeky top five. Number five, Felipe Massa with Ferrari, 139 races. Number four, David Coulthard with McLaren, 150 races. Then it's Kimi Raikkonen, 151 races with Ferrari. Lewis Hamilton, 178 races with Mercedes. And finally, on top, Michael Schumacher, 180 races with Ferrari. See, another interesting fact, though, for all the brilliant drivers that Red Bull have had over the years, the driver with the most amount of races at Red Bull is Mark Webber with 129 races. Now, that'll be beaten by Max Verstappen this year, most likely, but how's that? For your stat of the week, but about a bee, but but He's a stat man. Oh, that was a good stat. The best. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Esteban Ocon is going to be a Grand Prix winner in Formula One. Ocon wins the Hungarian Grand Prix. Yes, guys. Well done, mate. You just won the Hungarian Grand Prix. Well done, mate. Fernando came third. Fernando came fifth, uh, but he uh, is probably the reason that he won. He held off uh, Hamilton for a long time. What a legend. What a legend. <laughs> Man of the day. Performance package 4.0. Let's go. Lawnmower 
4.0, Weed Whacker, Up the Nose, Your Smooth Balls, Getting Hose, Those Girls, Beg for Mo, Valentine's Day, Coming Up, Shave Those Balls, Don't Fuck Up, Use Code Pimp, 20% Off, Have Your Package, Be The Boss, They Play With Your Boner, Because The Crop Reviver, Ball Toner, At Night You're Not A Loner, Get The Number And Them Phoner, Get Them Girls, Shave Your Curls, Own The World, Package Swells, Use The Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, It Never Smells, Performance Package 4.0, I'm talking Manscaped, Performance Package 4.0, You Know I'm Talking, Manscaped, Oh, baby, 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 baby. Setting the mood nicely, Klaus, I like it. And how appropriate, because Valentine's Day is coming up, and it's super important, listeners, for your balls to be as clean as possible. Because if you have that special someone that's getting a little curious with what's going on down there, and you want them to be pleasantly surprised, and nothing says I love you to your lover than a set of fresh, clean, glistening plums. Ooh! You see, the Performance Package 4.0 will leave you with more dating app notifications than Cupid has arrows. This lovely bundle comes equipped with the best tools needed when freshening up for a night out on the town. And inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer, let me tell you, it's designed to trim hair on loose skin. Ooh. The advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It also comes equipped with a 4000K LED spotlight. That's bright enough to shine a light to your true love this year. And I tell you what, you want to get that light right up in there because you need to see. You don't want to leave a little patch there. A, A nasty surprise. No, 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 no. And remember, Confucius says... Education breeds confidence, so it's time you get educated on the ultimate grooming routine for all your areas of romance this year. This package also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts for you because they love you. Their Shed Travel Bag and Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs to keep your boys cool, calm and collected. Oh, here we go. Oh, you're changing the mood on me, Klaus. Ugh. Klaus, put the guitar away. Woo! The extra freshness and performance package also includes Manscaped's a liquid formulation like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. This deodorant works wonders out of the shower while the toner is the perfect on-the-go weapon that is designed to keep your goods smelling wonderful all day and all night long. Let's not just focus on the southern region this time of year. Manscaped Refined Cologne is the cherry on top of the perfect date package. Pepe Le Pew approved this. He did. I saw him. It offers a masculine yet light scent that will leave your lady speechless. Manscaped has you covered this Valentine's Day. Get yourself the gift that you and your date will both appreciate. Go to manscaped.com for your exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with the code PIMPF. 
P-I-I-M-F for parking him in your firm, mate. Woo! Pimp, baby. Remember, you can't buy love, but you can buy a clean pair of balls. Mmm. Tell you what, they're smelling mighty good right now. Klaus, don't get them out now. Don't get them. Oh, Klaus, you could have. Oh, Jesus Christ. You could have seen a doctor, Klaus. That shouldn't be happening with your testicles. I mean. Yeah, okay, you don't need to put them away now. I know what I'm doing, Klaus. I'm heading over to manscaped.com. I'm going to get so damn good on Valentine's Day. Mrs. Cordopotamus is not going to be able to resist, is what I'm saying. And Klaus, I hear you're heading out in the town. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be... Shut up, Klaus, nobody asked you. Because we have a huge show still to come. But Klaus, I just need a little moment because... Uh, when I looked down earlier at my package, there was a couple of stray hairs. So I'm going to go take my lawnmower 4.0. I'm just going to go tidy that up. If you could keep the people entertained, thank you very much. For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who is going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Ho, ho, phew, yo, yo, first half done and dusted. Little song for the FIA right there. And of course, stat of the week, as well as our lovely people at Manscaped, just wanting to spread the word, spread the love, baby. But a bigger second half coming up as we start predicting the Drivers' Championship for the season coming up. Woo, I'm excited. That's going to be a doozy. And we've got a lot more predictions coming up in the upcoming weeks. So make sure you subscribe and follow on your social podcast listening app device, wherever you listen to the show. Like the socials as well. Don't be afraid. But let's get on with it. Clout, Klaus... You have to fade me out, you moron. And the music too. That's better. That's better. What do you think? Do you think that was a smooth operator? <laughs> smooth operator. Smooth operator. I think that was the smoothest operation of my life. <laughs> Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook Twitter and Instagram. That's exactly what you need to do because there's no time to dilly dally around here as, uh oh, we are on the road. So strap in, get ready to hit that highway baby because uh, Bahrain, I can see you over there. Bahrain. Fired up, we're on our way, baby. But now, enough dilly dallying because we are fast approaching the start of the 2022 Formula One season. And since the end of the greatest race from 2021, Abu Dhabi, we've been asking ourselves a simple question over and over again Can Max Verstappen pull off the poster of Lethal Weapon? That is, of course, go back 
to back. Since then, a lot has happened. Lewis Hamilton has gone missing, probably just enjoying a well-deserved break in between being the greatest of all time. Probably. And he is back. We saw that announcement. But he is finally posted on the socials. He will be back and relentlessly challenging Verstappen for the title in 2022. So, which driver is going to come out on top? Look, we just went through the teammate battles a couple of weeks ago. There are going to be so many interesting head-to-head -head contests from the top of the grid all the way to the bottomy bottom. And Mercedes aren't returning with the same lineup as they had before, inserting a patient friend-zoned George Russell. Friend-zoned because he befriended the girl that was Mercedes for years. Watching her have other men enter her like Valtteri Bottas, always left unsatisfied and now he has been called up. She wants him now and can't wait to get George Russell inside her. Oh. But enough dicking around, it's time to go through the first draft, and I say the first draft because this will probably change week in and week out. The before the preseason testing has even started list the 2022 F1 Drivers World Championship prediction. Oh, it just rolls off the tongue. This is how the driving standings going to look like after the 23 race calendar in November. So let's start with number 20. All right. It's going to be, uh, I hate to say it, Nikita Mazepin. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Now, now, it's no surprise that Mazepin struggled in his first year in Formula One. There was a lot of teething issues like not having enough money to buy parts or a simulator and it was really a year of just getting out there, seeing what the car and driver could do in their first season. There was a lot of pissing off other drivers as well, and the professionalism wasn't great either. He hasn't grabbed any unsolicited titties yet in this offseason, so that's an improvement. However, I think it's going to be a season of struggles this year for Mazepin. But as long as Daddy has cash, and he does, he's got a seat on that Russian, I mean, a, a United States team, and can continue in the sport. Zero points, though, in the 2022 season for Mazepin. Number 19. Ugh, Mick Schumacher. Look, I know a lot of people are upset with this, and I, this is one I really, 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 really hope I'm wrong with, but I'm not. I'm never wrong. I'm the Cultipotamus. But Mick, although we'll be 10 times better than he was in 2021, it still won't be enough to bridge the gap between 19th and 18th in the Drivers' World Championship. I think the moment that Mick will have this year will be spectacular. He'll have lots of little moments. He'll be challenging drivers in far better cars, finding himself in situations to do some damage to other drivers' races and getting himself into Q2 at least four or five times. But that's not all. One of the first thoughts I had when browsing over the tarot cards with when it came to Mick Schumacher was, this is the great one. He will score a single point this season. It's gonna happen, he's gonna score. Not, not points. Point. It's going to happen. Number 18 on the World Drivers' Championship at the end of the year will be Nicholas Latifi. Because you're a rich boy and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. Exactly what he could do. Well, smother me and Nutella and give me a spanking. It's time to talk about Latifi. Nicholas. He's one of those drivers that is just a nice guy. A really cool, great guy. Nothing bad to say about him, other than the fact that he isn't very quick though, is he? 
He was teammates with George Russell the last two seasons and got absolutely pantsed by him. It was embarrassing. And the only reason it wasn't worse was because Russell had already secured his spot with Mercedes towards the end of last year and took it easy on him. Latifi seems to be one of those scare the shit out of you drivers though. And what I mean by that is that every other race in qualifying, there is a moment where he goes out there after everyone's first runs and just sticks it into P3 or something like that. And then all the other teams get scared and immediately have to send their cars out. I'm looking forward to seeing a few moments like that again this season. I think Mick is a good chance to beat Latifi. However, I'm giving the slight edge to Nicholas because he has more experience and the Williams is just a little bit further along than the Haas would be, I imagine. Don't get it twisted though. There is no way in hell that the Williams is competing further up the grid. I think it's going to be a quite similar to last season, two losers of the pack fighting it out down the back. But again, I hope I'm wrong. Number 17 is the rookie sensation out of China, Wan Yu Zhou. Now, Mr. Zhou, stepping up to the big leagues in his Alfa Romeo. I'm very interested to see how this man goes. The problem is he is going to be teammates with Valtteri Bottas. Now, that necessarily isn't a bad thing. It just means that although Bottas is a wealth of knowledge that Zhou should be trying to study, it also means that Bottas is going to pants Zhou and embarrass him, dominate him this season. I'm hoping this isn't a deterrent or hurts his confidence. He is a great driver, had a good stint in Formula 2, and is, and in the Alfa Romeo, he should be able to beat the Haas comfortably and at least edge out one half of the Williams contingent. I'm not expecting podiums or getting into Q3, but I'm expecting a few races where chaos ensues that he ends up in ninth or 10th place, grabs a couple of points, and learns so much that his head doesn't fit into his helmet anymore because it's so full of the knowledge. Number 16, Alexander Albon. Oh, the tie boy returns. He's back at F1. And unlike the porn I watched, this tie boy isn't going to be fucked over anymore. I'm excited to see him back, not because I'm in love with the kid or anything like that, but because we never really got to see how good he was. He was racing against Max Verstappen in the cursed second Red Bull seat. And although Sergio Perez seems to have tamed that thing just a little bit, it's hard to compare anyone against Verstappen. So we've set the bar as low as possible and put Albon up against Nicholas Latifi. That should be a bit easier for the man. They're not going to race him so hard down there. I think going from Red Bull to Williams is going to be a huge confident boost for him as well. I think the expectations from the outside looking in are much, much lower, but the expectations he is setting on himself are going to be higher than Snoop Dogg. He should expect to not only beat his teammate, but make easy work of the Haas driver and teach Zhao. So, Zhao, Zhu, a thing or two. I'm going to learn to say his name right one day. Number 15, Lance Stroll. Because you're a rich boy Ooh. and you know you can't drive and it doesn't really matter anyway. You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on your old man's money. He is a rich daddy's boy. Look, you're getting worse and worse, Lance. And we need to stop being so nice to him about it. Yes, he was the best performing of the Daddy's Boys Rich Club. But that's not saying much. He's had podiums in the past, but the performance last year were the worst we've seen. Even if you want to put the blame on the poor car, his teammate Sebastian Vettel was able to extract quite a bit of performance. No more podiums for Stroll in the future. In fact, I can't see many more points left in his career either. Number 14 in the World Drivers' Championship at the end of this season will be Yuki 
Sonoda. Now, this is a bit of a courtesy placement because he was woeful last year. But another year under his belt, training hard in that offseason, and the Alpha Tower and I, I, I think is going to be in fairly good nick. It's going to be in good shape. I can see Yuki getting a little basket full of points throughout the year. The issue he will have is the cost cap. How many times will he bin the car, cause a bunch of red flags, and still keep the team happy? He is a driver I've listed that is under the most amount of pressure in the upcoming season, and that is the reason why, when cash is the most important part of Formula 1, cash is king baby, it's super important to look after the cars that those, those resources can be spent better off elsewhere. I don't see him getting near his teammate this season. I don't see him getting a contract extended at the end of this year. Number 13. Valtteri Bottas. Now, this one, I really, really, really hope I'm wrong. I love the Bottas, the Bot-Bot. But new team may spell trouble to start off with with Alfa Romeo. But with a rookie teammate, someone who Valtteri can destroy week in and week out, it's going to be great confidence boost for him. And we saw what Bottas was like. Racing after he got his two-year deal with Alfa Romeo, the carefree nature is what's going to yield the good results this season. If Alfa Romeo put together something half-decent for him this year, I'm predicting a lot of surprise performances from Valtteri. In fact, this is the first time I'm mentioning it in this show. But Bottas will get a surprise podium for Alfa Romeo this season. Ooh! Klaus, I'm excited about it. I can feel it deep down, down into my plums. Number 12 in the World Drivers' Championship at the end of the year will be Esteban Ocon. No sunshine and rainbows for Esteban Ocon in 2022, despite getting himself a nice, lovely little race win in Hungary at the catastrophe that was the Hungarian Grand Prix last season. Ocon is going to struggle. He has secured himself a nice little contract, so he isn't going anywhere, but he isn't going to have a smooth season either this year. I believe consistency is key in racing, and Ocon is going to struggle. And although he may stick it in P10 a few times, I also expect a few DNFs as well. He's going to struggle in comparison to his teammate, Fernando Alonso. Coming in at number 11 in the World Drivers' Championship predictions is Sebastian Vettel. Next up, four-time world champ, Seb Vettel. Whew. I think Seb is going to have a decent season. Nothing spectacular. But in the season where I think the cars are going to be closer together, I expect the race winners and former world champs to win in head-to-head -head scenarios. I expect Vettel to be his charming self on the radio again and disrupt and ruin a few other drivers' race days with some stellar performances. He's also just becoming a good, nice guy. Remember when he was at Red Bull and we all hated him? Multi-21, Seb. Multi-21. Oh, man, I was really scared out there. But now, picking up trash, starting bee farms. Oh, he's just a super terrific guy. But we're going to have a little break. That was, the, that was the first 10. That was 23 to 11. Top 10 coming up. Whew, I'm excited. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Lewis Hamilton and Sergio Perez. This has been the battle that's captured our attention for the closing stages. Checo gave it everything as Hamilton finishes second. And for the first time ever, we'll have a Mexican driver on the podium in his home race. Sergio Perez comes home to finish third. And the fastest lap goes to Valtteri Bottas. Mercedes on the last lap managed to take a point off Max Verstappen. And they've been singing Ole, 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 Checo all day long in that part of the stadium. And now the Red Bull mechanics can, can celebrate and sing along too. These are great scenes. But Klaus, I had to stop because I need to look over at you. Because you are looking very relaxed. So relaxed, I actually think you've fallen asleep. Are you awake, Klaus? Why are your eyes closed then? Idiot. You're so stupid. Drink some coffee out of that mug you got right there. Yeah, that pimp mug that you picked up from parkinginmyfirmate.com slash merch. <laughs> oh, what? You, you got the small size? You need a bigger size? Well, we got a bigger size for you there. You know why I've given you multiple sizes for your coffee mugs? You know why? You got to give the people. We give the people what they want. Wow, you got to give the people what they want. Please turn the volume down on that thing. It was way too loud. And you know why I think you're falling asleep too? Because you picked up that silk robe. That parking in my Ferme silk robe, the nice little pink one you've got there with that embroidered stitching on the on the chest. Ooh, you're looking good. Or is it because you got that 5XL hoodie to put on over the top, keep yourself nice and snug? Oh my lord, you're just looking fabulous. And you know why I've given you those options in the merch store? You know why I've done that? We give the people what they want. And what the people want is options. They don't want to sit there and be told something. They want, to, they want to make sure it's their choice they're picking that up. Because I've also given them free worldwide shipping. Yeah, you're worried about those prices? You see those prices? Go, oh, they look cheap, but I bet you he's slugging us on the shipping. No, 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 you idiots. It's free worldwide shipping, and I've done that because I want to give you what you want. But that's not all. You still want a discount? You greedy so-and-sos? All right, because you're listening to my podcast, because you're the greatest people on earth, Use code PODCASTEXCLUSIVE5 when checking out. Give yourself 5% off. And if you want a further 20% off on that, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash parkingmyfermay. Become a legend. Join the Legends Club. Get yourself another 20% off on top of that. Whoop! And you know why I've done all that. Oh, baby. We give the people what they want. Well, well, hell, well. <coughs> All right, it's time to continue on with the World Drivers Championship predictions. Now, number 10, Pierre Gasly. The man that is single-handedly trying to save and win it all for Alpha Tauri. Pierre Gasly being consistently putting that slow-ass car into P6. Oh, he loves P6 more than Kelly PK loves sliding into the DMs of F1 drivers. Gasly isn't going to go out there and get a race win or anything like that this year. No, no, no. He did have that one race win. What did we just do? But he's going to cause some chaos. I'm predicting a few more P6s, but also a few P5s and one or two P4s as well. Not to mention one P3. Yes, that's right. I'm predicting that Pierre Gasly gets himself a podium in the upcoming season. Woo! Yeah. Number nine, Fernando Alonso. Ooh. Two-time world champ coming through. Fernando Alonso in his second, second season with Alpine. I think he is going to be the shark of the grid. And what, am I, what I mean by that is that once he sniffs some blood in the water, 
he's going to hunt that driver down and take his spot in the order. If the opportunity presents itself, you'll see Alonso on the podium and stealing points away from drivers that are in the hunt for the World Drivers' Championship. That's all i got to say about Alonso. There's not much more to it. Number eight, Sergio Perez. Yeah, he's low. Checo, the bridesmaid. The man that's second fiddle to Max, 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 Super, Max, Max, Super, Super, Max. I couldn't resist. Look, he knows his place. I think he might get himself a win this season, but there isn't going to be much much else that he's going to be doing. I think he knows his role and he wants to keep getting those paychecks, keep getting those contracts. And the best way to do that is to keep defending and telling Max so he can win. Sergio Perez will have a great season. He will score a lot of points, but I think he'll be DNFing left, right, and center in order to help Max. And that will hurt him more than help the team. Do I think him finishing eighth in the championship is going to truly reflect where he should be finishing? No, of course not. But I think it's a combination of doing what's right for the team and Max and sacrificing his own race in order to get himself the results that they want. Number seven, Daniel Ricciardo. Now, this one hurts a lot. The man, the legend, Big Dick Danny Rick gives your girl the bone. He was weighed down by that python and wrecking balls between his legs. Obviously, that's going to affect the pace of the car. But another year in that McLaren, and I think overall he will be getting better results than last year. But I think the teammate Lando Norris will again beat him. However, it will be much closer than it was in 2021. The problem the McLaren boys face, though, it looks like Ferrari have finally got their shit together. And with what happened towards the end of last year, maybe that Ferrari cement themselves uh, as the best of the rest moving forward. And Darren Avocado and Lando Norris suffer as a result. I'll go through the constructors' predictions in another episode, but I think it's going to be a struggle for McLaren. Daniel Ricciardo will get a win, however, this season in a chaotic madness of a race next year. I can see him being more consistent in the car as well. But it just won't be enough to get himself up the pointy end of the championship ladder. Number six on the World Drivers' Championship prediction, Charles Leclerc. Jerk the Leclerc comes in at number six because of a lot of things I said before. Ferrari have their shit together. What's the saying again? When a Ferrari are making shit factory cars, their F1 program is going well. And when they suck in F1, they seem to be producing great road cars. Well, I just went to Ferrari's website. And there wasn't much on there that I was impressed by. Well, look, if one was given to me, sure, I'll take it. And it's red or silver. And it's the SF90 Stradale. Because that thing has the curves in the right places, baby. But back to F1. Leclerc is meant to be their golden boy over at Ferrari. The number one driver. The man on the long contract that will get the Ferrari name to where it should be. But when they brought in the smooth operator. As his teammate, it looked like Leclerc will have a bit of competition. Competition is great. It's what breeds good racing. And I think Ferrari as a constructor will get a whole bunch of points. But it will hurt the individual driver's success. In Leclerc's case, I think the answer is definitely it will. Number five in the World Drivers' Championship predictions, Lando Norris. The cute baby face of Formula One. I think he'll be improving again in that McLaren. And I think it's finally here. This is the season where Norris will get his first win in F1. Because as it stands right now, Nikita Mazepin has more F2 wins than Norris. So he really needs to get his fucking shit together. It was the little mistakes in 2021 that saw Norris drop down the order and a poor second half that really hurt him. 
He nearly stuck the car on pole position multiple times last year. Imola, before the track limits got in Belgium because he crashed out and he did manage to stick it on pole in Sochi, but none of these gave him any success in the race. I think the perfect weekend is coming for Norris. Weather, condition, pace, it's all going to come together in his favour and Norris will be getting that first win of his career. But I can only see him getting that one single win this season. He will have a couple of podiums there as well, but because the four drivers ahead of him are going to be in faster cars, it's going to be a constant uphill battle. Number four on the prediction of World Drivers Championship, George Russell, the Instagram shirtless wonder, the man of your grand's dreams, Mr. George Russell, Mr. Saturday Night Baby. Finally, got a chance in that Mercedes. He was in the friend zone, watching other men enter her for years. But finally, she realized he was there. He's a good boy. And she wants him inside her. It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows for George. Don't get it twisted. He's going from essentially the back of the grid to the front end of the grid in a single move. But in Sakir, a couple of seasons ago, he had a great outing in that Mercedes if it wasn't for the Mercedes doing everything in their power to try and screw him over. He's probably the most professional driver on the grid, and to be honest, putting him in a Mercedes is just a smart move. I'm really, really excited to see how he goes, but it's still Lewis's team, and George needs to jump into a role of Bottas and help Lewis get to where he should be at the top of the championship. Russell is a timid, quiet boy. He isn't outspoken. He isn't going to come in there and rock the boat. He wants to keep everyone happy, and because of that, I can't see him getting a top three finish in the championship, but I can see him getting his first F1 win this season, at least one. Number three, Carlos Sainz. Oh, baby. Smooth operator. Yes, he is. Oh, baby, baby. So handsome and smooth. Smooth operator, the man with the gorgeous hair, Carlos Sainz. He was the best of the drivers that moved last season by a fair margin. And although Danny Rick and Sergio Perez also moved teams and got a win, well, that just tells you how good Carlos Sainz was across the board. He was the most consistent driver at the end of the season, and I think that carries well over into 2022. I believe we are going to get Carlos Sainz win this season. We're going to get a win from him. But he will be in a similar position as Lando Norris was at the start of last year, where we start talking about just how good he is, how he could be third best driver out there. But when Lando shat the bed and fell down, I believe Carlos will strive. And at the end of the season, we will be praising his efforts for finishing third in the Drivers' Championship. But now it's the top two, and you know the names I haven't said yet. Because here we go. My top two predictions for the World Drivers' Championship. Number two, Max Verstappen. This was a tough one. I mean, he is the reigning world champion. I've stuck him in second place. But it's more about Lewis than it is about Max. I think Max certainly has the pace to win. I think he will get another 10 or 11 wins this season. But it's what he does in the races that he doesn't win where I think that'll let himself down. I think he's going to be so determined to go back-to-back that he will make silly error here and there and just cost him a big bag of points. I think the rivalry with Hamilton will continue as well. They came together or had incidents so many times last season, and especially towards the end, it was nearly every single race and every single moment that we were replaying over and over going, did they touch? 
What happened here? Did he force him wide? And finally, number one, who's going to win the championship in 2022? According to the Kultipotamus, Sir Lewis Hamilton, Mr. Seven-Time World Champ. I think he's pissed. He's sick and tired of the chatter. The media have given him the shits and now he wants revenge. I think the time away from the sport has been good. Took a month and a half off from the socials, traveled, wore some ugly outfits, ate some plants, strummed some chords, and now he's back, baby. If Mercedes has even put together just a half-decent car, then he'll be fine. He'll be able to take it all away. He'll probably not even win as many races as Max, but he'll be podiuming on nearly every single race this season, breaking the record for most podiums in a season. It does help that we have 23 fucking races this year, most ever. George doesn't want to step on his toes either, so he's going to do what he can to help out Sir Lewis Hamilton, and I think we witness history. I truly believe Lewis Hamilton wins world title number eight, rides off into the sunset, and enjoys retirement. He seems like the kind of guy that when he retires, that'll be the last we see of him for some time. He'll travel and live a life that has nothing to do with racing, And I'm going to congratulate you in advance, Sir Lewis Hamilton, on winning the 2022 Drivers' World Champion. So in conclusion, I just hope it's as close as last year because that was fun. I hope there isn't too much outside interference this season, although that was so fucking entertaining. It's going to be a season with battles all the way up and down the grid, and if the teams have got it right... With the regulations, we may just see another Braun F1 team that runs away with it all. Although I'd much rather a few fuck-ups from teams than successes. Because at the end of the day, that's just fucking funny. Let me know what you guys think. Head over to the socials, at ParkerDMyFermé, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Slide in the DMs. I love having a chat with you guys. It really brightens up my day. But yeah, that's, that's it. Lewis Hamilton wins. Ahead of Max Verstappen. Ahead of the smooth operator. Ooh. Oh, that's exactly what he is. Oh, color signs. With your gorgeous skin and your hair and your smile. <laughs> Smooth operator. Smooth operator. But just a reminder. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping with the code PIMP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code PIMP, P-I-I-M-F. Help tame the love jungle you have in your pants with Manscaped. That's bringing us to the end of another episode. Make sure you head to parkingabyfairbay.com if you've missed out on any of the previous ones. Subscribe and follow on your podcast listing device so you never miss out again. First in the world to hear my sexy, smooth, soothing sounds. Like the socials at parkingabyfairbay. If you want to become a legend, sign up, join the Legends Club, get free access to the penthouse suite up there. Unlimited double Midori's on ice. Go to patreon.com slash parkitinmyferme and sign up. Like our Legends Club members, Austin, the Queen, and of course, Caleb. Two champions up there. I can see them. Yeah, they're waving down. Hey, guys. How you going? And of course, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.